Welcome back to Brunch with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Monday morning. And since it's Monday, you know it. We've got Sadia Azmani, the one and the only, I have to say. How <laughs> are you, Sadia? I'm very well, thank you very much. Good to hear your voice now. I wow. Know, I know. Last week was just, like, diabolical. It was I like, hi, Sadia. <laughs> and the kids thought it was hilarious. <laughs> Because <laughs> it was like no voice. And I think I finally got it back on sort of the Wednesday. And it's come out stronger than ever now. I, I hope so. Um, there's still the occasional sort of, you know, you lose the pitch when you're yeah. when you're yelling, when I'm like, Sasha! <laughs> you you then, yell a lot then, do you? I right. try not to, but sometimes right. the, the kids, you know. Maybe just... it was a lesson for you just to think that, you know, <laughs> you need to not be shouting too much at the kids. Like, I know, you know, I know. I think that was. Um, but of course, the cough is all gone. So I, I hope that's well, it's it. good to have you back yes anyway. and it's great to have you back as well Good. <laughs> what have you got for our listeners today well um i'm talking about smiling only because i saw an article actually recently about the fact that in uh, japan i think they're doing something called smile education a coach keiko kawano says more and more people have developed a complex about smiling and this is obviously after us wearing masks over and over again all the time that Smile we've actually stopped. education. Yes. <laughs> you know, it's, it sounds a bit weird, but actually, you know, it's quite an interesting thing because, I mean, generally, I, I've, I've always had a little bit of a bugbear about Hong Kong and I've always felt, you know, I've been in Hong Kong now for nearly seven years and um, I felt initially when I first came here that um, people didn't smile. Like, it was really weird because, um, you know, I mean, I, I've spent my whole life in the UK. I mean, it's not that everyone's grinning away or anything in the UK. But generally, if you're walking around and stuff and, you know, you, you might see some, I know, a woman walking past some whatever, you'll smile and, you know, you nod, nod your head, it's a yeah. good day and whatever. And um, even with children, sometimes when you say go in a lift and there's a child there and you smile at the child, the child looks away. Oh, but yeah. even the parents, like I think parents are always happy to see somebody, you know, smiling at the child or something or themselves. But I, I found that actually not many people smile in Hong Kong. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm born and raised in Hong Kong. So I, I have to say, yeah, I don't think people smile that much. But there's a way to get round it and to make them smile. Okay. And that is not to pull funny faces, even though that's what you want to do. Okay. You have to greet them. And it happens in different neighborhoods as well. So I was always living in North Point and Causeway Bay. And then, you know, after I got married, I moved to Kennedy Town. And it's kind of like this old Hong Kong with old shops. And I always want to smile at the neighbors mm. you know in the mm. neighborhood mm. and they don't really smile back because those are sort of established shops with the old grannies and granddads sort of running those shops you have to greet them you have to say josan josan okay. uh they hold my and then after a few times then when you walk past they will smile at well, you because you have to have that building a relationship yeah i i, I can see that even with strangers on the street yeah, though right. so even so if i smile at somebody and if they don't smile back i kind of feel like i really want to smile you know mm. i really want you to mm. smile i want you to have a nice day so i'll say josan and then okay. they will sort of it's but then you can at least say Josan and then you, you say can Josan. Have, they they, you can they will a, even smile even bigger for you. Yeah, I don't know. They might not. Um, so I, I think also people are They'll say, a little, a little bit weary so sometimes. Like, you know, if, say, you go somewhere and then you start to speak a bit of English and then they think, oh, um, um, this is at my comfort zone. Sure. I don't want to do this. So I so I have always thought, you know, just generally, you do, it's not about words or anything. It's just about walking and smiling at somebody and yeah. getting a smile 
smile back and that's it. And actually a smile um, in many cultures is seen as a form of charity. It is yeah. a lovely thing to do. And so, but now obviously with the whole mask issue, what's happened is we're so... And people are so engrossed in their phones. Yes, They don't right. even look up. That's so it's right. not because... I, it's nothing even personal. It's not because they don't want to smile at you. Yeah. It's because they're looking at something and then they look up just to see if anybody's in their way. And then they look down again. So they're yeah. not even having time for that. I think for a smile to occur, you need at least like three seconds of eye contact. Yeah. You know, yeah. you need to look at somebody and establish, yeah. oh, yeah, they're looking at me too. Or you open too. a door for somebody and then yeah. somebody smiles or you help somebody or whatever. Exactly. So I think that is something. But also I think obviously that people have been wearing masks for so long that they haven't needed to smile. Although even wearing masks, you could see the kind of lines that come in your eyes when you're smiling at someone. The eyes say it yeah. all, don't they? So so anyway, in um, Hong Kong, what they said that, you know, obviously lots of people now have found that because their mouths have been concealed that they're actually finding it quite hard to smile. That's where this whole smile education comes in. And um, and now obviously without the face coverings, they're saying with, what, with mask wearing having become the norm, people had fewer opportunities to smile and more and more people have developed a complex about it. Keiko Kawana, coach with the Smile Education Company, saw the number of applicants rise by 4.5 times after the media first reported the impending COVID-19 reclassification in February. So, and then they said a month later, the government said face covering should be an individual choice and downgraded the virus's severity classification in May. And one of the participants is is a 79-year-old woman, and she said she was excited about going back to sort of pre-mask life. And, And she said that I just didn't have opportunities to see people during coronavirus crisis, and I didn't smile in public. Um, So it's all about kind of moving and relaxing the facial muscles. Um, That's the key to making a good smile. She said, I want to um, I want people to spend more time consciously smiling for their own physical and mental well-being, because I think that is actually, you know, laughing and smiling are huge things inside you to make you... I mean, you used to have the laughing... Yoga. Yes, yeah. yeah. She and was always right. laughing. Exactly. <laughs> and your, your body... Um, you can trick your body into thinking you're sort of in a positive mood or, well, uh, yeah, mm. sort of like more, more positive. I suppose it releases certain chemicals exactly. when you are laughing and yeah. stuff. Even if you're fake you. laughing, yeah. it's like, ha, 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 and then eventually it'll... Yeah. You'll or laugh. if you think you're like, you know, if you have a night out with the girls or something and then you just have a bit of a laugh, I mean, there are times where you laugh so much that actually it's quite exhausting and then you think but it does you a lot of good I think you know Um, and they said the classes were particularly sort of popular among women Um, they typically begin with sort of stretches to relieve the facial tension before participants raise their handheld mirrors to eye level and they flex the parts of their face in line with her instructions to make sure that they're using all those facial muscles and things like that um, and said they said that a smile is only a smile if it's conveyed. She told the students that at a recent session, even if you're thinking about smiling or that you're happy, if you have no expression, it won't reach your audience. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Yeah. 
So, you, I mean, there are fake smiles. Yeah. You can sometimes see it that um, sometimes when you're watching like TV. This. Well, I guess we're on radio. Or, or all of these um, people doing selfies. Yeah. You know, when oh, people yeah. do selfies, you see it very clearly. They kind of like flip this thing and then, then they pose and they have this big smile. And the moment that photograph has been taken. Their face drops. They, their face drops. Yeah. And you think this is just a false smile, yeah. which is very plasticky which they've done and people have now got to this point where like it's camera almost smile. yeah and it's almost reached a kind of almost like a, a perfect perfected sort of art where even children now like oh, are yeah. keen on things like selfies and and you see these very animated children where you go okay and i'm ready and then they do it and then they're oh, and then they're just back to normal so it's a very interesting kind of thing but i think the whole smile thing i feel it's it's incredibly important like you know they are you're doing a couple of false smiles yeah, i know for me. <laughs> i'm just trying to i'm just trying to like flex my teeth do you smile with teeth or without teeth when you see a a stranger though you know cuz naturally it would probably be without yeah, when without. you when you show the teeth it's, <laughs> it's probably going to be quite a big thing that to show the teeth Depends on how what your teeth are like, really. It says. Um, I'm just thinking, but when I smile at the papa next to, you know, um, the, the granny in Kennedy Town, I smile with my teeth. Is that too much sometimes? No, but it's, it's like. Fine. If they don't, yeah, you no, but you've got lovely but, teeth, so yeah. it looks nice. Like little bunny you've, got teeth. Nice, yeah. you've got a nice smile. Supposedly, this woman has actually coached about 4,000 people in the art of smiling in the last five, uh, six oh years. <laughs> and as well as sort of helping hundreds of others, she's also been certified as a smile specialist. Smile specialist. She now oversees 20 trainers who run classes all over Japan. Wow. It's interesting. I'll, I just like think. I wish I'd started it. I know. <laughs> Every time you come across these things, you think, "I just missed it there." Yeah, I could have started that one. Well, I don't know if there's one in Hong Kong. Why don't oh, well, we? Should we just kind of pack yeah. up and just go for the smiling? Eh? Yeah, Sadia smile. <laughs> And then it says early indications are that their services will be in demand in Japan um, for some time before official advice on mask wearing was eased. They said one in four people said they would continue to cover up in all social settings, right? An online survey by Labour, a research group specialising in careers, found that 27.8% of company employees in their 20s to 50s said they would continue to wear masks unconditionally, with just over two-thirds saying they would decide on whether or not to cover up depending on the situation and only 5.5% said they were happy to go mask free all the time. It's interesting isn't it because I think here in Hong Kong I'm amazed still in Hong Kong as to how many young children are being made to wear masks which I find is so sad because in a way um, young children need that exposure to the elements now to build their immune immune systems um and but lots I, of I'm nodding children, I'm yeah. nodding but you know I, I was sick last week and I paid the price for that because all three of the kids were sick but I yeah I totally understand it's so necessary we didn't we don't particularly mask them if they're out yeah, and but then unless they're, they're sick, sick now I yeah. think maybe the reason that children now and I'm hearing it a lot from friends who have got children they don't want their kids to get sick that's why yeah, they mask them yeah but the up. problem is it's yeah. almost like a, I don't know I'm it's not like a, a specialist yeah. or anything like this but I feel like you know we know that when children are growing up and they go to, you know as they're growing up they're going to nurseries they're going to whatever they're picking up all sorts of things sure, yeah. and and throughout children's childhood there there always this illness 
uh, you know, it's it's a part of their life. Yeah. But now, obviously, since they've been wearing masks, and some have, and like your two kids have probably been born into that, that they've never actually taken their masks off. Yeah, absolutely. So if they are getting ill now, then it's probably because now they're being exposed to these things. But once they're ill, once they've got those those things to hold them to keep them safe then hopefully they won't pick up pick it up again yeah. so easily back in the day we used to have chicken pox party mm. if somebody got sick you'd like you know <laughs> right. host a play date okay. and try and get so that everyone pox. was just done with exactly that's right. just done with yeah. um that's what i heard I, i've never been to one because okay. i actually got chicken pox, it doesn't sound but, so appealing yeah. somehow the chicken pox party <laughs> exactly but, now we've got vaccines for, for, for chicken pox yeah um for, for little children yeah that that is quite interesting i guess people just don't want their kids to I don't know, I think there's a, more, a heightened awareness, but with that, it's also strange. I mean, nowadays, I, I, I'm so conscious about disinfecting my ki- my children's hands mm. before they eat when we're mm. outdoors. Mm. And I just think, I don't think my mum ever did that when we were little. We'd go to the park and then we'd go to a, I don't know, a fast food chain and have some French fries and stuff. And I don't think we washed our hands before yeah. we ate. Yeah, it was yeah. just, uh, I suppose now, you know, it's again... Um, changes that take place and then we become, uh, it's a heightened sense of aware- yeah. awareness now yeah. and people are being very cautious because now we don't know it, we could have another pandemic at some point I suppose if we are careful um, then obviously things will get better but certainly anything in our human behaviour even when it comes back to smiling or even I would say human contact because now I think we're hesitant too when somebody puts out their hand to shake hands you you do for a moment hesitate and think, uh, should I shake hands or not? You know, because you're so you've been so kind of brainwashed now. So conditioned. Yeah, into because thinking. you've had to do that with the yeah. pandemic. That there's so many things like you know hugging somebody or just being more touchy feely and stuff. So so I think the whole smiling is just another part and parcel of those things that have been affected, and it's going to take time yeah. for it to sort of come back. But there are certain cultures where people smile a lot, and there's a lot of like you know certainly in Italy and France and stuff the way you meet somebody is you kiss them yeah. on, on the cheeks and, and even in and s- e- even in like um, Southeast Asian countries you know yeah. in Pakistan for yeah. example yeah. you know we, there's a lot you know you yeah. hug people you, you hug people. whatever so so I think it depends but I think you know we have changed but I think smiling I think smiling is really one of the top of my list that smile at somebody is it also cultural I wonder I mean in this example that you gave about the smile education in Japan um, I have Japanese friends uh, they're very smiley mm. um, and, and and you know we have a great time uh, and I've noticed that sometimes when they laugh though they cover their mouth yeah you know and yeah. I think it's a cultural thing and Ch- some Chinese people also cover their their their, their mouth when they laugh like <laughs> Yeah, well, it's it's I think going back to this aesthetic sort of and yeah. dignity and maybe and yeah. you know that you know if you're going to laugh, don't go for don't go yeah. go you like know, don't, don't snort yeah, and yeah. don't sort of make such a fool of yourself that yeah. you're going overboard. I do think a lot of cultures your mouth do when that. you laugh. I, I, I don't, think, I don't I do. think so. In fact, I kind of throw my head back. Yeah, when I, I laugh. just kind of laugh, and it's funny <laughs> because it's something that like my husband always kind of says, "Oh, I like it when you laugh. I really yeah. like to see you laugh." Yeah. 
Um, but you know, I'm thinking oh, good. just I'm make glad me laugh. He says that, yeah. <laughs> you know, but I think, um, and I tend to, I, I laugh because I have a good sense of humour, and I just tend to crack these silly jokes and stuff yeah. like that. But Sadia is very funny but, oh, yeah, on air and, and and off air as well. But <laughs> but I mean, but I think laughing is maybe that's what's keeping me okay. Yes, and maybe young just, and, yeah. and you know. start that small education. Yeah, yeah, I think maybe I should. That hey, if you want to look like this, like you know, exactly. <laughs> Noreen, you have to be my first participant. Exactly, though, right? I'll be the client. So, <laughs> I, and you'll have to pay me a reasonable amount of money to get in because we are really just like it's just very busy. Yeah, uh, Sadia, you're uh, very well travelled. You've travelled around the world. Where would you say um, are people sort of um, most smiley? And I don't mean in terms of friendly, but just in terms of smiley. Um, um, UK is. I mean, UK is fine. I feel like in the UK, people do smile. Although, you know, there's a reserve. There is a British reserve, without a doubt. But I think generally, I notice it now. There's a nod in the yeah, UK. Yeah, it's people. a kind of nod, and people smile. And I'm actually quite surprised. It's like my daughter was out, I think, in the UK at a beach yesterday and stuff, and she was wearing a nice dress. And, and then she said, three people, just random, like, you know, women or strangers, said, Oh, I love you. You look lovely. You know, so that is something that happens in the UK where somebody, you know, they will say hello to you. They will start a conversation. And, you know, I think I said it to you once that at the bus stop, but like I'm used to maybe starting a conversation and you thought that was a bit weird that you'd start a conversation with somebody in a bus stop. But but it does happen. You know, you can uh, people are much more able to sort of reach out and smile and talk to you and stuff. I think Italy, perhaps, in you know, uh, in Europe, I would say places like Italy and stuff, people are very demonstrative yeah. about things. They will they will kind of respond. I just Googled sort of smiliest places on mm. the planet and um, the country that people smile the most is Nigeria okay. um, and here are uh, other places as well, Colombia, Bolivia oh, wow. Costa Rica uh, Venezuela, Hondru uh, Honduras, Honduras. Uh, Philippines, Guatemala and Mexico, those are the sort of oh, smiliest and the places where, the country which countries smile the least um, this is generated by Google uh, Romania uh, the, the Czech Republic and Poland, these are places with the lowest uh, s smile scores. I know I have Magda is my friend from Poland. She's very smiley. So I don't know. That's very interesting. I think it's on personalities too, isn't it? Exactly. It's but on the whole, yeah. All right. Well, Sadia, thank you so much for, for this um, enlightenment as do start your smile education school. <laughs> thank you very much indeed. Until next.